Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography, the podcast where real couples like us candidly navigate the journey to a healthier, more connected life. Join us as we share personal experiences, expert insights, and practical tips to help you thrive in your relationships and break free. Together, let's repair and build a rock-solid connection, becoming a couple that can overcome any challenge. I'm Zach. And I'm Darcy. We're an LDS couple who struggled with unwanted pornography in our marriage for many years. What was once our greatest struggle and something we thought would destroy us has become our greatest blessing and triumph. Our hope is that as you listen to our podcast each week, you'll be filled with hope and healing and realize that you too can thrive beyond pornography and create the marriage you have always desired. Welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography. We're so glad you're here and we believe in you. Hey everybody, welcome to Thrive Beyond Pornography. I'm your host, Zach Spafford. Darcy is taking a break. Her her dad's in town. And he is... Everybody loves Jim. Jim's a great guy. He's a fantastic dude who loves to come and fix things, which I love having him around. I'm super handy, but he has more money than me. <laughs> so, so he comes and he will do things like buy new faucets just because he likes... Uh, he doesn't like our faucet. <laughs> and it doesn't bother me because I'm like, okay, new faucet, whatever. I don't care. But he's uh, he's great to have around. He is uh, he really is Darcy's hero. So she is taking a break, and I am going to share with you an episode that I published uh, a little bit over two years ago. And it, it's been a really popular episode. It's one of my favorite episodes because it, I, <laughs> I, I like to talk about this idea about, uh, and the name of the episode is My Wife Used Sex as a Way to Try and Control Me, and I Wanted Her to. This is, a, this is an idea that I think so many of us can relate to who have struggled with pornography. We thought, oh, yeah, if I can just have enough sex from my spouse, then that will make it so that I never want any pornography or to, you know, not live my values uh, around my uh, sexuality and I'll take them, take my sexuality elsewhere. And the truth is that's not possible. I guess I'm jumping the shark by telling you the whole story (laughs) up front. But I want to share this episode with you guys because I think it's really instructive. I think it's a great idea to just kind of re-look at this idea of what does it mean to try to manage the emotions and sexuality of another person through uh, what I call duty sex, uh, what uh, what what you might call servicing sex. I think J- Jennifer Finlayson Fife calls it servicing servicing sex, and this uh, this process of working to try and control someone else and how difficult that actually is in the long run. So I'm going to share this episode with you, but I also want you to. Think about your own relationship. Think about what is going on in my relationship right now. Am I asking for my spouse to manage my feelings, to manage my sexuality by saying yes, even if she or he does not want to? And if you are that partner, if you're the one who's saying yes, and you don't really want to, but you're like, oh, I just have to, whatever, buck up, uh, do yourself a favor. Start by stepping back from that idea and start looking at, well, what do I actually want in my sexuality? And here's what I will guarantee you if you go through this process. And this is the work that Darcy and I do within our membership and within individual coaching. It's working to get people to a place where they can stand solid in themselves, 
without giving over their desires or their meaning frames or their, uh, you know, sex, whatever it is, without giving over who they are to someone else. Being solid in yourself and not giving over to someone else what it is that they want just because they want it, owning that position, and putting yourself in a position to really choose your relationship, not be obligated to your relationship. And in, in choosing and being able to choose, you create freedom. And let me tell you, that freedom leads to better sex, better intimacy, better engagement, and better uh, capacity to communicate with each other. There's a lot of things that happen there. That's the work that we do within our membership and within individual coaching. And, and that is really what helps you begin the process of creating that marriage that actually does thrive beyond pornography. So I'm going to give you this uh, podcast. I really love you guys. Uh, Review us in the comments, but also if you are ready to make a change and you and your spouse together are ready to do the work, I want you to go on to zachspafford.com slash work with Zach and set up an appointment. I would love to meet with you and start you on a journey where things are becoming and getting to the point where they are so amazing that you're like, yeah, we're thriving. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next week. Today's podcast is, um, is about, it's really about how my wife used sex as a way to try and control me and how I wanted her to. <laughs> uh, and, and I think you guys will hopefully find, hopefully find this interesting and maybe you'll see a little bit of the reality of your own life in this conversation, but um, you know, hopefully you can see that this is something that, uh, that, that happens actually fairly often in, in homes and, and just isn't really necessary if we can take a step back and start the process of owning what it is that we're doing. Right. Um, you guys have heard Darcy on the podcast, you know, she's a wonderful woman and I love her and I adore her and she also used to try and control me with sex. Uh, and it wasn't always overt, right? And it wasn't usually something that was, you know, designed to make me do something that I didn't want to do. In fact, it was really the opposite. She was trying to get me to not do something. She was trying to get me to a place where she could keep me from looking at porn. And I didn't really want to look at porn, so and I wanted to stop. So, I'm, I mean, I thought this was great. I thought this was awesome, right? And it, it was always in her mind, you know, something that she would do to, like, meet my needs. And I thought she was, you know, by what she was doing, meeting my needs. Uh, you know, we call this duty sex oftentimes, but it's that, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do for you. I'm going to be the one-up here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you, quote-unquote, solve your problem. And I thought she was helping me solve my problem, right? In her mind, my pornography problem was about controlling how often I needed to give in to my urges. And I think this is really important, right? Like we think we have needs, right? We have this biological need that means that we have to have sex every so often, right? And she thought and I thought if she could interrupt my urge by engaging with me sexually, then she was helping me. And she thought she was helping control my choice to use pornography because if I didn't need sex, then why would I turn to porn, right? And she would ask questions like, how are you doing today? In an effort to gauge where I was and if she needed to intervene by providing me with an outlet, we'll call it, <laughs> for the day, right? And what she was doing in reality 
was frustrating herself. And she was also rewarding my pleasure center for disconnected and isolating behavior. And here are the two main things that were frustrating her. First was the fact that she could not, despite her best efforts, control my urges or when or how I acted on them. Right? She thought, okay, if I, you know, if I um, give him an orgasm, really that's really what it like, ended up being, right? Is if I give him an orgasm, that should control Zach's urges and how Zach uh, interacts with his urges. And whenever we contr- try to control others, what do we find? We find ourselves frustrated. <laughs> they, uh, the, you know, the people that we're trying to control, they're going to rebel. They're going to deceive us. They are going to find a way around us. And people are like water, right? They will go wherever their personal gravity takes them. And I think that's pretty inevitable. And that's really how I operated. Second, the second thing that kept her frustrated, and I think more importantly, uh, this thing, this is the more important of the two, is that when each of us, when what each of us really wanted was intimacy in the deepest and most connected sense of the word, we were creating resentment, right? She was creating resentment, and I was creating disappointment, right? I was disappointed in myself. I was disappointed in what was happening. She resented me for what I was choosing, even though, you know, she had no control over it, and she thought she could, right? And control is really antithetical to intimacy because inherent in intimacy is trust, and control doesn't require any of that. She resented needing to look over my shoulder to make sure I was making good decisions, right? She was checking on me, making sure I was a good boy. And I was disappointed that the intimacy that I wanted wasn't available in a resentful spouse. Now, don't get me wrong. When you and your spouse decide that pornography use is not okay in your household, then both of you should take steps to create an environment where viewing pornography is difficult and, you know, you guys, have, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know I'm not condoning pornography use. Uh, I'm, I'm also saying here that whether you are a man or a woman making a decision to intercede in the urges of your spouse or another person in an effort to control their actions is not going to work out well for you in the long run. So let's, let's, uh, let's flip this on its head for a moment. Let's just kind of pay attention to this from a different angle. Imagine a wife... Imagine Darcy came to me and she was like struggling with eating sugary treats. And each morning, you know, I was like, hey, how are you feeling about that cheesecake and fresh strawberries in the fridge? (laughs) Uh, And, you know, during the discussions that I had with her, um, you know, I could maybe like hear my wife having a hard time and telling her about or hear her telling me about how she's trying not to sneak, you know, and eat that cheesecake because she knows, you know, that's for dessert, you know, after dinner this evening, but that she really wants to have just a little. So what if I said to her, hey, I know what, I'll help you out. I will meet your needs because you want, you want something sweet, right? So I've got a carrot for you (laughs) and that should tide you over because carrots are full of sugar. Carrots actually have quite a bit of sugar in them. If you, you know, if you're on like a no sugar diet. I think it's like one of the things you're not supposed to eat, right? Or if you're like really, you know, paying attention to your healthy health, health, um, you know, your trainer, Darcy told me that her trainer would tell her she wasn't allowed to eat carrots when she was a kid, right? Um, you know, my attempt here to help her out, right. Places me in a position that doesn't make any sense to anyone, right. 
and in giving her like a sweet treat, um, you know, it's not really what she wants, is it? Like that carrot, that's not what she wants. She wants the cheesecake, right? And she may even take that carrot and eat it. She might be like, oh, okay. But then how many of you wives out there wouldn't feel like resentful that your spouse is trying to control what you eat? Um, and just kind of be honest, con- you know, confront this situation as best you can from where you are. I'm not telling you, I mean, try it out. It's not like, it's not like for sure that this is going to make sense to you or even that it is right. Right. I just, you know, what if this might be a, a good way to look at this? Right. And you might see some parallels there. And what we all have to understand is that controlling others behavior isn't really going to bring us or them to the place that we want to be that we want to get to together. And I think, you know, any of you who have tried this, you might know that this creates a short-term fix and probably is creating a long-term negative effect. So how do you avoid this? Right, so ask yourself, is this working? Is this proposition, is this thing that I'm doing working? Is trying to control the behavior of my spouse, my partner working? And, you know, make your decision about you being your best you, right? So be, you know, confront what it is that's going on for you, not for them. You know, look at what's going on in your head for you about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And if you need time before reengaging with your spouse sexually when they look at pornography, let them know and, you know, wait until you're ready to engage with them again. But Always do it from a position of you confronting your own brain, your own needs, your own wants, you know, what, what's actually happening for you. And if your spouse is offering you carrots when really what you want is cake, you know, I would confront that. I would just like discuss that openly and just be prepared to come to, to um, no conclusion there, but also be prepared to stay close to each other. And when you're confronted, because it's, it's, it's disorganizing when you think, okay, my spouse is not, we, we agree that we're not looking at pornography in this household, right? And then when your spouse does look at pornography, that's disorganizing because what happens is you had organized this like pattern of behavior that you expected in your mind. And when that pattern is broken, you have to now confront that differently. And so you want to be aware that that's disorganizing and be um, you know, ready to confront it. Not like, I'm going to get mad, confront it, but just like look it in the eyes and say, oh, what are we doing that we don't actually want to be doing here and why are we doing it? And I'll be honest with you guys, for a long time I really wanted Darcy to control my internet access on my phone, my computers. I wanted her to control anything that I could get into trouble with. But I found that doesn't work because in the end, I needed to make good decisions based on my long-term desires, not my short-term urges. Um, and I don't know if I've said this here on the podcast before, but I've often had people ask me questions like, what's the best internet filter that you can use? And what is, what's the best um, accountability partner system that you can use? And, and I often tell them that, you know, so we use... Um, we use Covenant Eyes in our household for our kids, but for adults, 
and the reason we use Covenant Eyes is, and like we have a link on the webpage if you want to check it out. You go to zackspafford.com and there's a link somewhere at the top of the page that um, takes you to a page where there are a bunch of links. And on that page, there's a, a Covenant Eyes link. You can check it out there if you want. But the reason we use that for the kids is because it creates conversations, right? Because it reports to us what they're doing. It doesn't doesn't totally block everything, but it does block most things because we want to create an environment where it's somewhat difficult to get into um, pornography, but we also want to know when that pornography is being accessed so we can just have conversations about it. But when it comes to adults, when it comes to humans in general, really, the only good filter is the one between your ears. The only good accountability partner is the one between your ears. It's, it's your own brain it's your own system within your your mind to to manage yourself right and you know having darcy be in control of me was not gonna work being the person that that takes the carrots right because that that was me i was taking the carrots and then i was mad that i wasn't happy with them (laughs) and i was mad that my partner was putting health food in my face when what i really wanted was dessert, you know, that evening with my spouse, right? And and so I want you to just kind of be aware. You might be taking those carrots and being like, okay, right? Or, you know, I, I have heard innumerable times from men, right? Take what you can get, right? If she's offering, I'm taking, right? That's not really what you want, to be honest. And in the long run, you're going to find that is unsatisfying. So here's what I know. Proactively confronting yourself and why you're choosing pornography over intimacy is essential to changing this habit. Being held accountable doesn't mean someone is constantly checking your phone. And we all know that things can be hidden and that it's not your spouse's job to manage your phone. And users have to be 100% responsible for their actions, no one else. Right, so I had a conversation with with my son today, and I was like, "No, you can't have, you can't have this phone anymore." <laughs> He's like, not doing his schoolwork. He's not showing up to his uh, practices. He, like, he's just not uh, engaging in responsible behavior. Right? He's not being the person that he needs to be so that he can have privileges like having a phone, which are mostly just distractions these days. Right? And He's like, well, it's your fault that I don't have a phone. No, 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 right? Like you listening to this, you can probably think, oh, I can see how he's being kind of crazy, right? Kind of ridiculous. He's saying it's my fault as the dad because I'm creating a consequence for him that he doesn't like when he's not doing what he said he would do, right? And here's the reality for him. He's, he's, not, he's not taking responsibility for his actions. And so he's not able to self-reflect and look inside and go, okay, why am I not doing what it requires to have my phone? What's, what's missing for me? And how can I re-engage myself to solve for this problem? So he's not taking that responsibility. And this is the same thing that you as the, 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 you know, the viewer of pornography need to be doing. There's never, not ever a reality where me as the viewer of pornography can say, my wife didn't meet my needs or you didn't make 
you know, my wife didn't make the internet safe, right? Somebody didn't protect me from me, right? Nothing like that is available, right? The devil made me do it is not true. That, that's what agency is. You have to have your own agency. And if you don't have agency, then you're abdicating it in some way. So you got to go in and reassess. How do I, you know, re-effectuate my own agency in this process, right? You choose to look or not look. Feel free to curiously explore why. You know, pay attention. Confront what's happening in your own brain. And you are going to have negative feelings like loneliness, disappointment, anger. Don't let them compound by making decisions that temporarily block the emotion. And what you want to do instead is seek to feel it, deal with it, understand it, and honestly and lovingly express it to the best of your ability. But also look at that feeling and go, okay, I can either sit here and feel crappy or I can make a decision that's going to take me closer to my values, right? So I can unhook from that feeling and then I can move toward whatever it is that I actually want in life. Also, intimacy comes through honesty and trust, not sex, not control, not buffering. So seek to find ways to experience intimacy. And I often, uh, I, I often describe intimacy as knowing everything that you can know about your partner and being able to choose them. So those are the things I know. And if you want to know more about those or if you want to like work on those, you know, feel free to like drop into uh, the membership or you know, set up an appointment and you and I, we can chat and I can help you get to where you want to go. I want you guys to know, you know, I love my wife and she loves me, but I can't control her and she cannot control me. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, like, I, I feel like, that sounds so like I'm in charge of me and I'm, you know, I got to be me and that's not true, right? I still interact with her and I still think about what's going on for her and make decisions where I choose her. And that doesn't mean that I'm like constantly running away from her or saying, you know, you got to stay away from me. I choose her. So the idea like I can't control her and she can't control me, that's not necessarily... Like, we have to stay away from each other. What that is, is we can be aware of our own needs and sometimes choose those over our partner's needs and sometimes not, and that's okay. But I want you to know what's possible. It's possible to figure this out. So, you know, you've got this. And I hope that if, you know, if you're paying attention to what it is that we do here, you're learning something and you're taking that learning and you're putting it into play, into effect in your life. And hopefully it's changing you. And, you know, I love you guys. I love, listen, I, I love your comments. I love your reviews. I love getting to meet with you guys. I meet with, you know, probably a dozen guys every single week. And we work hard to figure out how can they put into practice what's going on for them and change from, oh, I'm... I'm a guy who's stuck looking at porn all the time too. I'm the guy who is being who he wants to be. And I hope that I hope that's you. I hope you're listening to this and you're going, yeah, that's me. <laughs> all right, you guys. I love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thrive Beyond Pornography. 
If you're seeking guidance and support to overcome pornography for good and begin creating a thriving life beyond it, check out my free webinar, How to Overcome Pornography with Skills that Actually Work. You'll learn practical, proven skills guided by an expert coach who has personally overcome pornography. Whether you're getting started for just yourself or along with your spouse, Darcy and I can teach you the tools that will help you put your life on the right path for you. Be sure to check out the show notes for a direct link. And if you could take a moment to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts, it would mean the world to us. Your reviews play a significant role in helping others discover the show so they can join us on this transformative journey. Thank you for being part of the Thrive Beyond Pornography community. Until our next episode, stay strong, stay focused, and keep thriving.